0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben and Chris Talk Football. I'm Chris. I'm Ben. We are here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the NFL. And don't get too used to hearing the football after Ben and Chris talk for too much longer, folks, because we decided to expand a little bit. A lot of times, other discussions, topics we want to get into, can't really because we want to stay true to the football you know the football topic stay with the NFL you know we could really get sidetracked on some good stuff and just don't and i think we're really not being true to who we are as sports fans in general and can really bring forward some some really good discussion on more than just football so we are going to in the next few weeks, be rebranding to Ben and Chris Talk Sports.
1: Excellent, love it, love the idea, love to move forward with it. So much more we can bring to the table, so more, much more discussion, and to your point, when I start to cross my uh, cross the streams, if you will, of sports, it actually makes sense.
0: Yeah, and a, and a lot of it you attempt to do, like such as our Is Curt Schilling Hall of Famer debate, you you asked if I wanted to have a few months back on an episode. And then you shut that down. I did because we were only football, and people were listening for football. Right. I don't think most people listening would have cared if we had gotten into that discussion. But we tried to stay true to what we said we were in the name of the show. And I just think it so much... That would have been some good content. We both have strong opinions on that. And... Although, after doing some research, I have kind of changed my tune a little bit. But that's maybe for another show.
1: Well, at the time, it would have been very...
0: Yeah, at the time, it would have been very, a uh, very good debate. And I think it still could be. But I just think this is going to open up a lot more topics and, and a lot broader spectrum of things we can reach. I think people out there will enjoy it a lot more, hopefully.
1: And I think we'll definitely... It'll definitely be a focus during the football season. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It'll be very football-centric between the months of September and February. But we'll dabble in here and there, you know, certain events. In the coming month, we'll probably get into dip into the Astros slash Red Sox sign-stealing saga, you know, um, we're only, we're only
0: like three months late on that.
1: Only. But hey, if people want our opinion, damn it, we'll give it to but them. It's kind
0: of why they're listening, so it would be a good idea to give it to them, yeah.
1: And speaking of uh, our opinion, we got a couple of uh, things we got to talk about.
0: Okay. I hope so. Otherwise, it'd be a pretty boring show if that was just that announcement and we were done.
1: <laughs> it would be pretty short, though. Really,
0: really disappointing.
1: Would have been the shortest one in history.
0: Um, yeah. Actually, UI one was a little longer, so yeah.
1: Well, we had two signings. Um, one is Josh Norman. Buffalo, one year, $6 million. How do you feel?
0: I like it. I like it a lot, honestly. And I'm not a huge Josh Norman guy. I think he had his best years in Carolina, and he's been overrated by quite a bit the last, uh, what, three, four seasons?
1: Yeah.
0: I think if he's going to be as ve- as effective as he could be, you have to put him across from a top-notch corner, and he will be across from a top-notch corner in Buffalo.
1: Arguably one of the top.
0: Yeah, you could probably put the top three or four, put the names in a hat and pull one, and you wouldn't be wrong.
1: It's a it's a sound defense. There's v- very talented players on all three levels. $6 million. It's, it's one year. If it doesn't work... They Just him. move
0: on. Yeah, nothing to lose. And a lot to gain, honestly, because if he can play without having to be the guy, yeah. doesn't have to be the man in Buffalo on defense. That's, you know, Tredavious White has that lockdown. Am I saying that right? I always I always mess up that guy's name.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's so. okay. You got it right.
0: Okay. I always mess it up. I just want to make sure. I don't want to keep saying it wrong three or four times. I look like a moron.
1: I'll just let you if you want. If you want. I, I know you will. But
0: um, no, I, I think you know uh, a great signing. A guy who comes in on a one year show me contract to a team that I don't know if Josh Norman is really the mentality of a veteran leader. I don't really know. Doesn't appear to be.
1: I think that locker room. With Edmonds White has a strong leadership enough to where Josh Norman comes in. If he plays nice, great. If he doesn't, they'll let him know. Right. This is a team this is a team last year that went to the playoffs and made some noise and took the Patriots down to week seventeen.
0: Yeah, they would yeah, they they were they're a very good team.
1: So there's no there's no doubt about it. Josh Norman's coming in to be a piece to the puzzle, and if that piece doesn't fit, they will eject him
0: very and quickly. if it does, and he plays at half the level he played at in Carolina, man, the bill has just got a lot more dangerous. A lot more dangerous. Absolutely. Because without having the weight, of, weight on his shoulders of having to carry a defense or carry a secondary, Josh Norman can just play and, and play his game. And if that game translates the way it did a few years ago, oof! Buffalo got a steal,
1: and it's only it's it's six million dollars. Yeah, for a
0: year. I mean, you can't you really can't beat it. Honestly, they that's had, that's one of the had, better one year signings you're going to see all off
1: Right, and they had eighty million in cap space. They just spent six. They got so much more they can do. I didn't have them taking a corner, but you know this opens up other opportunities for them to go other directions. It's, it's a good signing. The more interesting one, I would say, is the one out in L.A. Austin Eckler. Four years, 24.5.
0: A lot lower than his projected
1: yes. contract
0: total. A lot lower.
1: Spot track had him projected at a 4 and uh, was it 47, I believe, with an AAV of 11.8. Very, very nice deal. He got fifteen guaranteed. I
0: thought it was seventeen. Was fifteen? Oh, I'm sorry. Seventeen. Okay.
1: Seventeen. My bad.
0: And here's the thing: this contract is very team friendly. Also, he's not going to get into if he if he had a forty million or so you know dollar contract like they were projecting, he might get in, into the third or fourth year, and they might have said, "Well, we got to restructure. Well, we have to release you. You know, whatever." Twenty four million only. Uh, Seven million of that contract is not fully guaranteed. He's going to see, providing he's healthy, the entirety of that contract. It still be young enough to probably sign of, uh, another year or two afterwards. Uh,
1: I would even say, at age twenty nine, if he doesn't take the beating because he hasn't taken the beating. No, he this would be the first year he took uh, quite a bit, and actually, honestly, it affected him um, later in the season. He could get a nice three-year deal after this, worth a decent amount of money, and collectively altogether, it, it gives him a pretty good. It, it it sets him up for life, if you will. Oh, absolutely, he, yeah. If he's smart about it, which he seems well, to be smart about it. If he was
0: smart about it, what he just signed with a seventeen guaranteed set him up for life. So, right. I don't know anybody listening to this right now who uh, would would say, ah, oh, I need more than seventeen million dollars to live.
1: He could have. He could have. You know, took in a hard line and, you know. Oh, he
0: could have gotten more, absolutely. He could have, without without a doubt, he could have gotten more somewhere else.
1: Could have went into free agency, could have gotten a. Well,
0: no, he couldn't have because he was restricted, wasn't he?
1: But he could have got a restricted offer Oh, seat. yeah, yeah, okay. And another team could have made it more difficult for the Chargers if they offered him a contract that was cost prohibitive for the Chargers.
0: I think what this tells you about this guy is he's happy where he is. right. And he wants oh. to win because trying to get more through a matched free agent offer would have just hurt the team. And he's smart enough to realize that. And it's a good move on him and by the Chargers. Both everybody wins here. Everybody wins.
1: And I don't want to. I don't want to sound like we're dogging Melvin Gordon for what he's gonna do. He's a different story altogether. Yes. He he wants to set the market, much like Derrick Henry wants to set the market. Austin Eckler's not gonna set the market. No. So he got a good contract for nice guaranteed money. Sets him up for a next contract, potentially at age twenty nine, and who knows how far he can get take it. Darren Sproles just retired and he was mid to late thirties, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Because he was he was the same kind of running back.
1: Who says who says that Austin Eckler can't go into his mid to late 30s as a scat back, a uh, receiving back. You know, he could. absolutely And start collecting that money. Whereas someone like, no knock on Derrick Henry, love the way he played this year, but that is going to end abruptly at some yes. point. Yes,
0: he's going to be a Chris Johnson thing where it just kind of falls off.
1: Chris Johnson, Sean Alexander. Priest name,
0: Holmes. Name your running Johnson. For. Absolutely. Name name thirty other running backs who, and it's not a, it's not a knock on, on Derrick Henry like like you said. It's just how it goes. I mean, you can only take that beating consistently for so long. I don't care what kind of shape you're in. I don't care what age you are. How many awesome running backs are? I mean, they're, they're essentially their dominant days are done by the time they're twenty six, twenty 26, 27, 28 years old.
1: Yeah, they are, and that's unfortunately the position they play in. And that's why you have someone like Melvin Gordon, who wanted to hold out, hold out, as long as he could, and now he's going to go to free agency, get what he can. Derrick Henry. Gee, Derrick Henry's going to get paid. And he's going to he's and we're going to get into that today. Yeah. Uh, but he's gonna he's going to get whatever he can because he wasn't he was a first round pick, but he wasn't a top first round pick.
0: I only I only bring it up about Derrick Henry because you brought up Derrick Henry and Melvin Gordon, and I think they're two completely different animals, not just based on how they, how they played, but Melvin Gordon, like you said, wants to set the market. Melvin Gordon isn't the market setter. Derrick Henry is. That's correct. Derrick Henry is 100%. He's going to get the biggest contract of all the running backs unless he signs early and a very, very desperate team jumps in to take Melvin Gordon. But I I don't see that happening.
1: I'll be, I'll be interested. We, we, we kind of know where Derek Henry is probably going to fall. I'll be interested to see because, honestly, I'm getting close to the end. I haven't placed Melvin Gordon. I just don't know where he's going to go yet. And maybe I will on one of the last seven teams, but I'm just trying to figure it out. There's a couple teams I thought about, but it just didn't. The money didn't fit or the scheme didn't fit. But someone's gonna go out and surprise. Maybe it's an Atlanta Falcons. Somehow they make the money. They find the money.
0: If they can't get Austin Hooper, they they
1: or they or if they can't get Austin, Hooper they that.
0: turn that around and put that towards Gordon. That would make sense, yeah.
1: But speaking of uh, free agents, uh, I don't want to get into the defensive side because we, uh, we did focus quite a bit early on on the offensive side, and not enough, I feel, on the defensive side. Okay, what we're gonna do something different this time
0: a top 10 list
1: no we're not going to you the top 10 list
0: good because i wasn't prepared again sorry tim
1: so what we're going to do is I-, I want you to give me your top defensive player in the free agent market number one that's it no just one
0: just one of all the names here the best the best guy Because you give me a little list here
1: i gave you a list and it big it, it may not be on that list but your top guy
0: My top free agent. Now, keep in mind, guys. Some of these guys might still be tagged. So, but as of now, they're going to be free agents. Right. So, I have to go with Dionic and Jakku.
1: I'm going to stand up and applaud you, sir.
0: You, did, yeah, you had to. You
1: you went flawless on that one. Yeah. Oh no! You just... you just said By oh, the, the way, name. I said it. Yeah, no, wait, I actually practiced in my head. Yeah, I got I got I applaud you for that.
0: I, I have a hard time saying for Davis White, man. Yannick and Jacku is just. I mean, that's basically a different language for me.
1: <laughs> that's an interesting pick. Uh, I didn't go that route because I'm just, just because of the news coming out. It, it kind of messes with me a little bit that maybe. He, what's going to happen is is he is he going to hit the top of the markets right i don't know
0: well my my thing was it was between him and someone else and i'm not going to say that someone else because i have a feeling you may have chosen that person and if even if not the, the deal was only one so i looked at consistency throughout the time they've been playing he's been playing for four years at a high level for four years For for any defensive position, not just his position. This isn't a guy who you're like, oh, he's good for a defensive end, or he's good for this position. He's just a great player.
1: You have to also factor in one other thing. He was a third-round pick, and he beat out – he forced the Jaguars to trade Dante Fowler Jr. Yes. Because Dante Fowler Jr., a first-round pick, did not perform. And Yannick and did.
0: And he came into a team that, like you said, already had established players. Found a spot because he just played that well, and the last two years of complete and utter madness and turmoil in Jacksonville, especially on the defensive side of the ball, he's still been a stud. Right on a team that uh, on, a, on a garbage team, he's still been a standout. So,
1: and I think what'll happen is he'll get tagged, he'll get traded, but I don't know if he's going to sign a long term contract. I really don't. This could be a guy it's a gamble because he's a defensive end and the defensive end uh speed can just go yeah so is he going to gamble on himself and bet that a team cuz they'll get what eight i think like 18 17 18 on a, a franchise tag yeah around that is there. a team going to gamble next year franchise tag him again and it's going to be 20 to 20 to 22 million for one player a defensive end so if he hits, if he hits the free agent market next year, a straight free agent, no franchise tag, he'll, he'll he'll set the market.
0: I think he could this year too, honestly, just based on consistency and and a need at that position for great players. But enough about me. Who'd you go with?
1: I went a little outside the box. Okay, I've talked about this guy before. I love how he plays. I love his versatility. Devondre Campbell. Okay. From the Atlanta Falcons. I already have him pit, ear, earmarked for the Miami Dolphins. I think he fits. Um, he was
0: pretty consistent, too, when I was looking up these players. Like he pretty been pretty steady the whole time.
1: Yep. Even with you know as many injuries as have fallen around him, his play has been consistent. Now, they don't see him setting the market, which honestly confounds me because of his talent level. Right. I wonder if the age twenty-seven has a factor in it, but I don't believe that. I think he's going to require a large sum of money, and he'll be the top free agent in this class. He's just—he's just that good. It may—it it may not age well at the end, as linebackers tend not to with, that rely on speed and athleticism. But first two. Three years, he will be a top-notch defensive player in this league. Dare I say, one of these years, defensive player of the year.
0: Mm, very possible. It makes you wonder what the, what the Falcons are thinking letting a guy like Disco. I mean,
1: I can tell you why. Because of poor cat. <laughs> <Andy. coughs> Excuse me.
0: Well, that's how I was going to get to. It's like another Falcons miscue in the front office leads them to having to let a player like this walk because you know Atlanta is just flush on defense.
1: Yeah. They I mean, just
0: have so many great defenders. Oh wait a minute. No, they no, don't. don't. No, they don't. Because they're paying Matt Ryan um the sum of everybody's firstborn child.
1: And they're paying uh Dion Deion Jones a uh, heavy amount of money. Not like crazy, but heavy enough. Uh, they're playing one of their safeties Ricardo Allen, I think. Is it Ricardo Allen? I think it's Ricardo Allen. Playing him a significant amount of money. Uh, Desmond Trufant's getting double-digit millions yeah. for what? Yeah. Like, think of that, Chris. Take what Desmond Trufant's making. If you could just get that money back 100%, you probably could pay Devondre Campbell. Could we sign this guy, yeah. And now you'd have Devondre Campbell. Yep. Would you have to figure out your cornerback position? Yeah. But... An undersized corner when he was drafted, and then eventually you resigned him. And I know last year was injured, but still, he's a non—I'm sorry—he's a non-factor. Yep. He is a nickel corner at best, and you're paying him like a number one. So that's your fault, and you deserve to lose a talent like that because you mishandled your cap. Absolutely. So and- let me ask you: Who's going to get overpaid?
0: Of all the defenders, mm-hmm. and again, this is this is looking at their consistency throughout their time in the league, um, and how just how many times you've seen a player be mediocre for three years, uh, and then do
1: I feel like we're gonna pick? We're the probably same- gonna
0: pick the same guy. We didn't talk about this beforehand. We we talked about what we were doing as far as picking the top free agent and most overpaid, but we didn't actually. Discuss. We wanted to get actual reactions to what we were doing. So, I'm going with Shaquille Barrett.
1: Okay. We didn't pick the same player.
0: Uh, because there a couple that fit. There was a couple that fit that classification of mediocre for a couple years, and then all of a sudden the contract year, they did great, or they got a change of scenery and they did great.
1: Well, Barrett's a good choice though.
0: Barrett's had a phenomenal season. Nothing to shake a stick at, and you know, not a bad player. But I, I do wonder. If he's going to go somewhere now, he's going to sign a massive free agent contract. And is he going to be the player he was this year? Or is he going to be the player he was previously and really do next to nothing?
1: Well, you know, Tampa Bay wants to keep him. They have the cash to keep him. So I think he'll be staying.
0: And I think they'll regret it.
1: And they might regret it because then someone you pay Shaquille Barrett, a player will not be able to be retained, right? Unless, of course, I if I if I'm Tampa Bay, I might try a one year stint, one year two year stint with a, an upper echelon quarterback, your Tom Brady, if you can try to convince him, and then you'll go super cheap at quarterback. And try to make it work. Uh, and then you can pay your Mike Evans, your Chris Godwin, your O.J. Howard, if you ever figure out how to use them, And you can pay your defensive players that you want to pay. Because you can't just – uh, you can pay uh, Shaquille Barrett, but you got to remember eventually Devin White will become a free agent and Chris Godwin is becoming a free agent. I believe it's next year.
0: Yes, I believe the, so.
1: It's It becomes a math problem, especially if you say to Jameis, here you go, here's four and what, 120?
0: Oh, my God. Like if it, they do that, they should sink their own pirate ship because <laughs> they just sunk their team. So, And please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying Shaquille Barrett is a bad player. I'm saying wh- whoever signs him is signing him based on the production and talent of last year from his free agent year.
1: Which was Which was phenomenal. Close to defensive player of the year.
0: Yeah. I actually picked him, I believe, at a halfway point for mm-hmm. no, I picked Jamie Collins, but he was very close to second. You know, I, I just don't think he's gonna be able to maintain. he's never shown that he's gonna be able to maintain this from year to year. Right. He just has not shown that. He showed that when he knows money's going to be on the line. He can step it up. Is he the same player after he gets paid and he gets a nice, good-sized guarantee? You no, know, he goes and gets a 30 million, $40 million contract, if not more, and gets well over half of that guaranteed. Is he just going to... worth it? Yeah. I was going to say another player on this list, but I have a feeling you may have chosen that player. So once again, I will pass it to you. And who's your player?
1: So my player doesn't have the production. But for some reason they're projecting, which by the way it's projections, I get it. And his talent, the tape, all that drove his stock his draft stock way up, was severely overdrafted, and he's gonna get money. And that's one Dante Valor Jr. And he was shipped out of town because the guy you selected to be the top defensive player outperformed him by miles and made him extremely expendable. And now the Rams, even if they were cast, weren't were cash-strapped, I still don't think they would sign him.
0: Do the Rams just strictly trade with Jacksonville, apparently? I think they do. I yeah. think it's like an exclusive deal. <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's it. Uh, I don't know who's going to take them. I, I haven't placed them yet. I don't know if I'm going to place them. There's a couple teams that need pass rushing, obviously. You know, the couple teams actually today uh, that we'll talk about today, Texans, Seahawks, they need pass rush. Uh, Patriots need, need some pass rush help. It's uh, The Giants, if they lose Marcus Golden, will need pass rush help. The Bucks, if they don't resign Shaquille Barrett, They'll need help, but this this guy thinks he's top of the market, though. Huh?
0: He thinks he's top of the market. That's the problem. Yeah.
1: The tape, the tape from the combine, the tape from college, tells you one thing, and then you look at what he's done the past years. It's just not there. No, the production's not there. Even he goes to he goes to L.A. and plays with. One of the most dominant players in the league, correct?
0: Oh, yeah. Probably the
1: most dominant player in the league at that time. I mean, Donald is just a beast. And Aaron Donald's a monster. Have you heard anything from Dante Fowler Jr.? Nope. I mean, Corey Littleton, absolutely. Sure. He's he's opened up his game, and he'll make some great money, and I think he'll be a nice asset to whatever team signs him. But Dante Fowler Jr. could not could not disrupt a baby sleeping much less a quarterback.
0: We could disrupt a lot of people slip uh, from sleeping if they realized how much he was going to make for his oh, it's, lack it's of gonna, consistency.
1: It's going to scare some uh, – uh, whatever fan base gets him, within the end of the first year, they're going to be physically in pain because that contract is going to loom over them for at least another year until the gun guaranteed money has gone. And they can just cut them. Yep. Who's going to pick them? I don't know. Uh, like I said, I haven't placed them. It'll be a dumb team. I guarantee that. It'll be a dumb team.
0: Oh, that's a great transition. Oh. Speaking of dumb teams.
1: Oh, well. Oh, yes. Of course. Because.
0: The first team on our pre-free agency breakdown today. We have four more for you today. The first one is. Who is it, Ben? It is the probably
1: one of the dumbest teams in the league. The Houston Texans. But how can a team
0: that made it to the playoffs... Deep in the playoffs. Pretty deep in the playoffs. It actually should have beat the eventual Super Bowl champions had they not choked. How right. are they a dumb team?
1: Uh, because they decided that their head coach, who is a little bit unstable, would you agree on that?
0: Uh, yeah, more than agree. Uh, absolutely.
1: So instead of hiring a GM that partnered with him... Rumors were Nick Casario, as soon as his contract's up at the end of the draft, he's going to go down to Houston and be the GM. And they've worked together when Bill O'Brien was with the Patriots, but that didn't happen. He decided to become the GM. So now Bill O'Brien is the GM and the head coach. That is just wrong on so many levels, because clearly he had his hands in the J. Davian Clowney trade and the Laramie Tunsil trade. And what did that produce, Chris?
0: Uh, that produced getting rid of your former first overall pick, who you could have gotten a lot more for in Genevieve and Clowney, going to Seattle for a fourth-round pick in two middling linebackers. And you you turned around and then said, oh, we're going to overpay for an offensive lineman. Here's two first-round picks, Miami. You brought him in, and he almost immediately got
1: hurt. Yep.
0: I know he came back during the season, but he never had the impact they thought he was going to have.
1: And it, left tackles are important, but are they like? Is it a, a first round pick trade that important?
0: Not only one, two.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. My apologies.
0: Two first round. Let me backpedal on
1: that one. Two first round picks, and you needed to trade and, and shore up your line because you can't draft, because you couldn't go into free agency and get a, a left tackle.
0: Because you have a guy who has no idea how to run a front office. Correct. That's pretty much your entire front office. Oh, and by the way, he's also coaching your team and blowing big leads in the playoffs. Like, this, from the top down, this organization is a mess. They're the best bad team in football.
1: Yes, and, and, and I'll add on to, I will add on to the pile. They have 60 mil in cap space. They have no... Uh, They have one. I'm sorry. They have one major free agent, DJ Reader, their defensive tackle. Other than that, there's no major free agents. Obviously, we know who's coming up, um, Deshaun Watson.
0: And there's immense talent on that team.
1: But there are left tackles in this free agent class. Now, obviously, some of them get signed by their teams. But there is a perfect candidate. Now, I, I know I placed them somewhere already jack conklin i know he's a right tackle but if you put jack conklin on one side you've now covered the right side of deshaun watson you should be all set on that side and you could have taken that money that you have this year and gave it to jack conklin and now he can be your right tackle and i understand you just have to find a left tackle but you can kind of work through things and maybe you can, and maybe if you had your first, both first round picks, and I get you wouldn't have wouldn't have had Stills. Maybe you could have made another deal outside to get Stills. But then maybe you take that first round pick, one one first round pick. Call up the Washington Redskins and say, "Here's a first round pick for Trent Williams." You now have bookend Trent Williams, Jack Conklin, right.
0: And Tunsil still,
1: and well, no, I'm I would I'm retracting the Tunsil trade. Oh, if they did, okay, you okay. wouldn't have Tunsil this year, right? But now you can go into this free agent class. By the way, you would have an extra, probably I think twelve to fifteen million. Oh yeah, if you didn't have Tunsil, and now you can go in and get sign Jack Conklin, and maybe take only one of those first round picks, and trade for Trent Williams,
0: because there is talent on this team. Yes. And if they don't get, we talked about this ad nauseum earlier in the football season, Deshaun Watson needs help. And, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is, is, I mean, a top receiver without question. Top two, three, four receiver in the league, depending how you want to stack them. Will Fuller has talent. Yes. There's other talented receivers. I mean, this is a team that can do something. They're just missing something. And that something is a mind better than Bill O'Brien in the front office to say, no, Bill, don't do that. No, Bill, stop. Stop taking crappy draft picks for our top players and giving away top draft picks for players. If we just waited six months, we could sign and not have to give away two first-round picks.
1: You could have. Here's the scary part, Chris. You could have got a comp pick for uh, Jadamian Clowney. They gambled on getting a lower comp pick. Comp picks start in the third round. I would
0: say are between the third and the fourth round?
1: The third and fourth, between the third and the fourth, the fourth and the fifth, I think, and maybe even the, between the fifth and the sixth. So
0: they very well could have gotten a better comp pick for them. Than they got for them in the trade potentially. Now they yeah.
1: gambled because maybe they thought the medicals would. Because I don't know how the comp picks break out, but it depends on. Factors, I think your stats and where you rank. I'm not going the minutia of it because I don't understand it completely. All I'll tell you is they got a fourth round. They potentially could have got a third round pick as a comp pick.
0: There is no way for a former first round pick who had been effective. I know he has inconsistencies. I, I understand that 100%. For Jadavian and Clowney, there is absolutely no way they should not have gotten at least a second round pick and a talented player. There's no way. They got fleeced in that trade and then turned around and gave the farm away for Laramie Tunsil. For no reason. Just absolutely ridiculous. For no reason. Two trades you did not have to make. Like you said, you could have let him walk. You could have let Clowney walk and gotten pretty much the same deal. Minus two middling linebackers you could probably sign every offseason.
1: Or you could have done this. You could have franchise-tagged them and, and sent feelers out to see if anybody – Wanted to trade a first-round pick for him or a second-round pick for him. And it, and by the time you get that deadline where you have the opportunity to rescind the franchise tag and nobody wants him, then you rescind the franchise tag. And you still probably get a comp pick for yep. him. It's just not that hard. It's because Bill O'Brien is making it harder for himself. Yes. And now he, the owner has given him more power, which is completely dumb. Now, what I did was, they had a problem at cornerback. correct? Yeah, I would say so. They're, I'm going to have him keep Philip Gaines. He's not bad, he's not terrible. He's average. They need to keep DJ Reader because I think Reader is going to transition to the leader of the defensive line, because let's be honest, J.J. Watt is starting to turn.
0: Yeah, injuries are are really catching up to him, unfortunately.
1: So I'm going to sign him. He's going to get a heavy contract. Mackenzie Alexander from the Minnesota Vikings. It's not a bad contract. He's a nice corner, nickel corner potentially. And then the big move, Eric Armstead from San Francisco 49ers. And that guy is going to transition to the stud defensive end opposite of jj watt for um, probably a season or two i don't know when his contract's up but the money will transition from jj watt to our eric armstead if you're concerned about signing Deshaun watson if you stagger like i can I tell you all the time you stagger these contracts you can make it work you can make it work yep i mean they got 60 million this year maybe it's less next year but if you stagger the contracts correctly and honestly i think will fuller i'm gonna guess he's probably at his fourth year and i think you i know he was a first round pick if i'm hosting i'm not picking up that fifth year option no sorry not spending that money um, I make a I make I want to I want to point this one move out because I think it's interesting. I take a stab at Eric Berry.
0: I don't see why not.
1: I know he's connected. What was it? He was connected to Chicago,
0: was it? I thought it was the Chiefs.
1: Was it the Chiefs? No, it wasn't. Well, it wasn't, I know it wasn't the Chiefs. I don't think it was the Chiefs. It was another team that was connected to him. I
0: don't know. I've sworn he played for them.
1: He did play for them, but I think there's a team. There's there's another team connected to him. It's an interesting pick, because they need help in the secondary, obviously. Um, it's not great, it wouldn't be great money. He still I believe he still has some talent left. They don't have great safeties because they they were going through safeties last year as well, year before. They they just can't have they, they just can't settle on their safeties. Why not take a gamble on Eric Berry? If he doesn't work out. Well, you have your other safeties that you still have signed. And I know it didn't resolve another corner position because obviously we go three you want to go three deep. I'm sure they'll fish a guy somewhere. And maybe they'll just trade their future picks for another corner because they did it this past season. It's it's hard to look at the Texans and take them seriously. The one thing I wouldn't do is sign Lamar Miller. I just wouldn't No,
0: you gotta let it you have to let him walk and just get somebody else in there.
1: Second round pick, fifty seventh overall. That's your spot to get a running back. You'll get you can get a good one there. A good one that's your starting running back. I, I get Josh Jacobs was house on fire last year, was a first round pick. But you can get guys in the second, third round. Oh, there's a lot of great running backs that hit.
0: end up panning out in, in the second, third, fourth, later rounds. Right. A lot of first round picks end up flopping.
1: Right, and and I get it could be a gamble for you. You know, you you'll lose a year on uh, Deshaun Watson. Maybe potentially, your offense isn't as high caliber. But there are good running backs in this draft in the second round that can help your team. I have no confidence, and they and they are draft. They are projecting multiple quarterbacks at five, six, seven wide receivers in this first round.
0: Yeah, very offensive heavy first round. It is going to be extremely very offensive. Heavy offensive.
1: I am not joking, folks. It's gonna be heavy. First thirty five picks, you're gonna you're gonna look at probably seven, potentially seven, wide receivers. Maybe one or two running backs. One of them can fall to fifty seven and you get your running back. And the scary thing is, Chris, you could have gotten your running back at Your first-round pick, if you didn't trade him away. Yeah. There's a nice one that would have sat right in that spot that you could have grabbed in DeAndre Swift. Nice nice kid out of Georgia. Very productive, fast, big, perfect for this system. Traded your first-round pick away. Sorry.
0: Good job, Bill. The bad Bill, not the good Bill. So let's move on to the great northwest the seattle seahawks i think they're the only team up there so i mean people knew what we were talking about yeah.
1: so this is an interesting team uh, they don't have their third round pick but they do have two second round picks a lot of wheeling and dealing happened for them not to have the certain picks they have a couple of free agents Jadeveon Clowney, Ziggy Ansah, uh, Ifede, their uh, right tackle, Mc- uh, Michael Kendricks, outside linebacker, Josh Gordon's a free agent, Quentin Jefferson, their uh, defensive end is free agent, Jaron Reed, their defensive tackle is a free agent, and CJ Prosser is a free agent. Looking at about fifty-three million in cap space, that's not too bad. Well, that's
0: true. They're going to re-sign Clowney, right?
1: No, they're not going to sign him. I already predicted. Um, I know the the Browns to sign him. They have to sign their right tackle, Effede. That's no question. Um They'll resign Mike Cupate, who's a free agent, their left guard, but he's getting long in the tooth. It's, it's gonna be a short term deal. They have to resign. I think they have to resign Quentin Jefferson, decent money. He's not highly productive, but he's productive in that system. You have to sign Jaron Reed. He is a cornerstone of that defense. And if you think of the great defensive lines for the uh, for the Seahawks in these past, what, six, seven years, they've had a stud defensive tackle. Now, unfortunately, I can't name them all off on the list. The only one I can think of is Al Woods, who played pretty well uh, in the system. And Quinton Jefferson could be that Michael Bennett type of player who can... You know, play the play the run, but also pass rush. Two interesting pickups, I think they can make. Travis Benjamin at wide receiver. Okay. Short deal. Short. It's got to be one year because you don't know what he has. Jabal Sheard, short deal, rotational player. And that's what I do for the Falcons. And you still, you can still go into Seahawks. Hmm? Seahawks. Thank you. Wrong bird. It was close. You were like uh,
0: almost as far away as you could possibly be between Atlanta and Seattle, but that's okay. Go that's ahead,
1: okay. Uh, and and you can still go in the draft, get yourself more defensive help if you want, offensive help if you want. They're you, in a really good spot. You can you can go multiple ways, and I get eventually the heavy contract in the backfield is going to weigh you down.
0: That of of course of Russell Wilson who'll be yeah. making upwards of thirty. 30- 35 million in the next few seasons.
1: But I think you have to sign Ifede, your right tackle. You've got to make sure he's there cuz you already 3 years ago you were having problems. Like you had a you traded they traded Russell Okun because he, they couldn't afford him and then what happened when they traded Russell Okun? Their offensive line fell apart. Yeah. I think they make these moves, resign the players, and a couple of small moves, which is, I think, right up Pete Carroll's alley. You but you say goodbye to Javian Clowney, Ziggy Ansah. I don't even waste money on him. He barely him played more Clowney. He played barely played last year, and Clowney missed a few games.
0: It's the Seahawks team that was their running backs getting injured late away from probably. Making a run at the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. They, they were, I don't you think, that. the best team in football for quite a long stretch last season.
1: I'm going to piss off, if they're listening, a couple of 49er fans.
0: Okay. Well, huh?
1: Seahawks are in the Super Bowl if. Okay, can't Chris I Carson? Huh? Chris, Chris Carson. Carson. Yes, thank you.
0: Carson, Penny, they all got injured. precise precise
1: I'm just thinking one Carson. ProSize is good. Penny's Carson's good. the guy, though, yeah. But Carson, if they, if they had Carson, I'm sorry. Seattle's in the Super Bowl, not San Francisco. That's just what I believe.
0: It's very likely. They played them tough both times last year. They actually beat them once, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. They were actually the first loss.
1: Uh, you guys see, you see anything wrong with that or question anything about that?
0: Not really. I think it's 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 such a difference looking at the Texans and then switching over and seeing the Seahawks because despite the big contract they gave Wilson and they should have. He's their franchise. He's the guy who makes things happen. It's a contrast between a team that somehow is run just so poorly in Houston.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you turn the page to Seattle and you're like, ah, oh, there's a team that knows what the hell they're doing." And an organization be, that knows what they're doing.
1: And let's be let's be clear. They have some guys that they're going to have to pay. Shaquille Griffin. Another top of the market corner they're going to have to pay eventually and I'm paying Jared Reed and Quentin Jefferson right now and I'm gonna have you you have to pay he is your he is your Richard Sherman that's no doubt about he is your Richard Sherman you have to pay him so you're gonna have to figure out where you're gonna not gonna pay and I can tell you who it's not I tell you right now who's not gonna get paid your running back
0: yeah, because Pete Carroll's proven time and time again he can just get new ones. Yep. I mean, as as good as Carson might be, he's not getting a big long-term deal in Seattle. Nope. When, is it, when, he's, when he's up and time is up there in his free agency, he's, he's moving on somewhere else. Yep,
1: and they'll get young linebackers eventually. Bobby Wagner, God bless him, will not play forever.
0: He's got to be close to 110 years old at this point. He's got to be close. He's
1: been there forever. Eventually he'll be gone.
0: I feel like Bobby Wagner was playing when I was still a kid.
1: That's possible. Um, this is going to be an interesting team. Baltimore Ravens. It's an interesting team because I didn't do a lot with it. Because let's. You didn't really need to. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't 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 fix what isn't broken.
1: And and they have thirty million in cap space understand that they have and Jimmy Smith is a free agent but I would just honestly let him go he's long in the tooth Brandon Carr he's got a club option for this year I would just let decline that option you'll get some money you have corners you got Marlon Humphrey you traded for um what is his name? I'm not a big fan of him. From...
0: He was from Kansas City, and then he went to St. Louis, or excuse me, L.A.
1: Yes.
0: His name escapes me. Marcus right. Peters.
1: Huh? Marcus Peters? And, and the, in that same trade, they got Tavon Young, who I think a week or two after they got him, he went on IR, but they are very high on him.
0: And they re-signed Marcus Peters, too. Yes. So.
1: So, I'm declining the option. Now, Pierce, their defensive tackle. I'm sorry. I know he's he's a big piece of the defense, and they kind of would need him. It's been very clear that they want to re-sign Matthew Judon. And it's going to be heavy. And I think your center... <laughs> is very important in this offense. It is so important because of what they do. You have to resign Skitaro. I don't know how to say his name.
0: You can say Yannick and Jakub, but you can't say Skurro?
1: I, I don't know. I Go guess. figure. Okay. Um, but you have to sign him. No, you're right. You Be- have no choice.
0: You can't mess with that offensive line formula too much. You just can't. I mean, Lamar Jackson... There's a trust he builds with those guys too.
1: And I want to say there was a game at the end of the last year where they lost him for a half, a quarter, a series, and I think it affected the team. And that goes with any team uh, because it affected the Patriots at the beginning of the season when David Andrews went out with his um, oh, absolutely non-football yeah. injury, and then it affected him later in the season when there was his replacement, which again the name escapes me. I've been looking at a lot of names. It affected them again. It is important for them to re-sign their center. And they've made it very, very abundantly clear they're going to pull out all the stops to re-sign Matthew Giudon. Because you don't have C.J. Mosley. You don't have a replacement. Um, Anawazhu is a free agent as well. But... Even though it's not great money, he's going to sign elsewhere because you just need the money for other places. Right. And then I'll just i I'll go in the draft and I'll get a, a, a lineman, a corner. I'll get some edge rushing. I'll have like $3 million left in space, but I want to save that for in case I need to make a trade. And it's going to suck that they let Pierce go. But you have to make a decision.
0: Well, not only that, they, they know – I mean, I know it's only a second year, but they can't have too many back heavy contracts mm-hmm. signed now because you have to know down the road, Lamar Jackson.
1: If you're going to resign him.
0: If you're going to resign this guy, he's going to cost you a lot of money.
1: And you paid Earl Thomas. You paid, like you said, Marcus Peters got an extension. They're going to want to extend Marlon Humphreys when the time comes. Right. You're paying Mark Andrews some money. These You're are paying
0: heavy backloaded contracts.
1: Right. You're paying Melvin, um, Mark Ingram, some money. It, there's money all around. There's no. Th- it's not like they're focusing it on one position. Mo- there's money all around. It's just you have to make a decision. And I think, unfortunately for them, Pierce is going to have to be the odd man out. And he'll go get his money elsewhere, but it won't be here. You good? Yeah, I'm good, yeah. All right. Last like you said,
0: not, 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 don't fix what isn't broken. Not a lot to do there.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Seems to be a little more to do here,
1: though. There is. The this Tennessee is, Titans. This, this is heavy. Because they got some. I only. They had a lot more free agents, I'll be honest. These are the four important ones Logan Ryan, Jack Conklin, Ryan Tannehill, and Derek Henry.
0: I just saw the uh, Tannehill contract. Yeah. They're estimating.
1: Yeah. No. I agree.
0: I know that's not your projection, but that is just beyond ridiculous.
1: I'll be honest with you. The one I projected was uh, Gilbert. That was the one I kind of put together myself. But, yeah, Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Henry 4 for 55, Tannehill 4 for 79. I don't believe that.
0: I could see Henry getting that much. Yeah. But there is no way Tannehill comes close to that, not even.
1: He should be 20 20 to 22 just because it's one year. Unless you want to roll the dice and do a franchise tag.
0: Honestly, if I'm them, I franchise tag him. I I re-signed Henry. I franchise tag Tannehill. He's shown you nothing. I was high on him all year because he played well all year. But you are literally talking about a potential and his- franchise-crippling contract if he is not the guy he was last year. I know he's had some injuries, which is part of the problem. Right. Inconsistency, injury. Like, he played great last year, minus the playoff game against the Chiefs. Struggled there. It happens. Big stage. Like I said, until we see him there again, we won't know. If he's just a choke artist, or if he's had a bad game and a bad situation, but you cannot give him twenty six million a year. I, I can't even believe that number. And, and here's I'd, the, I'd offer him half that, half, if that.
1: And, and here's the thing, right? If they do somehow get that number down, like reasonable, and you take that Marcus Gilbert mo- money, the three point seven five a year, on top of the four million that they have left over, and if you can cut. A big chunk of that Ryan Tannehill AAV, or you backload it somehow, and it's maybe three years. You know who you can sign, Jack Conklin. Yeah, you make you can make the math work out for you. Make your line to, even better. We sign Jack Conklin because then you'll have your bookends of Taylor Lewan and Jack Conklin. And by the way, I think I brought this point up before. Dumb move on them for not. Picking up his fifth year option, before the before the beginning of last year, it would have been I think seven or nine million for him for one for one more year.
0: Quite a bit more per year in free agency.
1: Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. It's gonna be fifteen, and and he'll get it because especially if they run out of money uh, signing Tannehill and Derrick Henry, It, it. And Tannehill's 32. Do you think he's going to age like Drew Brees, Tom Brady? No. Aaron Rodgers?
0: He's never been those guys before. Why, when he gets older and less mobile, is he going to turn into
1: them? So your four-year contract puts him at 36. I don't like that at all. I don't either. So the smart move might be franchise tag. I don't know the numbers. We'll find out. And I think the day – I think – what did I say? The 11th or the tw- – no, it was the 14th. 14th or the 15th is when they have to have it in. So
0: if I'm the Titans, I say, Ryan, we'll give you three for 36, 20 guaranteed. That's our offer. Take it or leave it. That's it. That's top, top. That's it. That's all I'm giving them. 26. you got you, you to be high.
1: Would you push it – let me ask you this. Would you push it three for 36 – and the full 36
0: guaranteed. Uh, yeah, you know what, and I would. It's,
1: and it's it's spread evenly.
0: Spread evenly, 12. Okay, yeah, I would. For a starting quarterback, yeah, i do that.
1: And then telling him, by the way, you sign this. Tomorrow we place this contract. We won't, You don't show them, but this contract in front of Jack Conklin. Well, whatever... What is his? Uh, yeah, by
0: the way, we're bringing back Jack Conklin and Derrick Henry if you do this. So,
1: and now, and, and now, you're fully guaranteed. And now, you, I mean, obviously, you're going to lose. Um, you're going to lose Logan Ryan's gone. Let's just call that what it is. I but, don't see
0: how they can keep him. Yeah.
1: But at least for, so if he gets three, three for 36 and you get a six year deal to Jack Conklin, at least three of, three of, you're getting Jack – I mean, Jack Conklin is only 25 years old. You give him a six-year deal, he should make it through that contract. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now you have your bookends. You have your, – your line is, is set. You have your running back back for his money. You have your quarterback. You still You still – A.J. Brown is in his second year of what will be a five-year contract. You have the pieces around it. You just got to work on one problem tight end. Love Delaney Walker. He has a great sound bite. He's a great player,
0: it. too. Tough player. He always tries to get out there and play. But, man, injuries but are really, is, really doing a number on him.
1: Mm-hmm. He is coming to the end of the road, as they say. And I think I'd have to dive into the tight end. Department, I know it's not heavy this year. Like, last year was heavy. You had three. Three go in the first round. You had a bunch come off the board later. It's not. It's maybe you get one in the first round. Maybe. But most likely, they're trickling down the draft. Just because, like I told you, seven to nine potentially wide receivers in the first 35. Right. It stinks, and you don't have the money to go get a premier tight end if you do all this. So you have to make it work. So if I'm the Titans, this is what i do. If you can't get Ryan Tannehill down to that number, Marcus Marcus Gilbert is a nice option to replace Jack Conklin. It's not the same player. He's a lot older, but the money will work for you. And you try to figure it out. And to free all this money up, there's a little little caveat. You need to restructure Cameron Wake's contract, and you need to restructure Malcolm Butler's contract. Sorry. Good luck with that. I understand. I understand. Every time I throw that restructure word out there, it's good luck because. But honestly, for Cameron Wake, it might be restructure or sign R. Yeah,
0: restructure or take a hike. Yeah.
1: Butler would be a little more trouble because it's only year three and I think it's one more year and it becomes he becomes expendable but that's what I do it's it's a well-built team it's built to do one thing run
0: it's solid for me except for the I know this wasn't your projection again except for that Tannehill uh, yearly salary estimate at 26 a year. I can't, I can't get over that for Ryan Tannehill. But,
1: but they're also projecting Drew Brees to get 36 to 38, somewhere around there, I don't remember what. And they're projecting Tom Brady to get 33. They projected Austin Eckler to get 57 million. Yeah, I, I, I
0: just don't see any world where Tannehill gets 26 annual. I don't know.
1: But I like I the move. I like your idea of the uh, franchise tag. I really do because I think – That gives you one more year, and now you can decide do you want to give them a maybe, maybe, maybe you go one more, one year franchise tag, and then you say, okay, now you've done two years. Here's three for 36, fully guaranteed. Sure. And now you're set. Oh,
0: with some incentives, even. That's fine.
1: And now you're set. And now some contracts come off the books, maybe. Malcolm Butler becomes expendable. You have to rework the defense, but who's your head coach? Mike Rabel. I think he can get a lot more out of players on defense. Oh, for sure. He's one, he seems like one of those coaches that can just get a little bit more squeeze every last yep. inch of talent Absolutely. out of that player and make it work for
0: him. Well, we hope this episode worked for you. If uh if you're all set, Ben. Yeah, I'm we're good. Go ahead and wrap it up. Please let us know. If you have any thoughts or opinions on any of our topics or discussions today. And Ben, we're gonna do that.
1: Uh, they can hit us up on Twitter, that's Ben Chris Talk F O one, or you can hit us up on Facebook, Ben and Chris Talk Football.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. For Ben, I am Chris. Please do not forget coming soon, Ben and Chris Talk Sports. Not just football, sports in general. Let's be honest, baseball and football.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: We'll throw a little bit of other stuff in there, too, but that's really what we care about here, guys, right? Am I I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Thank you again. We'll see you right back here Friday morning.
1: Thank you.